Hey everyone, and uh, welcome to episode 29. Um, last week was a pretty solid episode. Um, we did some things, uh, talked about some things, and we um, did a new style format. And um, I didn't really care for it. Uh, to be 100% honest, I, I I guess it was meant mainly for the whole, like, putting ads in between. Because Anchor has it set up where you create your own ads. Obviously, if you listen to, I think, like, a few of the podcasts, there's, like, an ad in between. Or the ad in the beginning is pretty much me telling everybody, you should try Anchor. Like, it's great. Um, and I... Kind of was like, cool, man. Um, it does 30-minute, like, episodes, I think. So, like, it's supposed to be, like, like it breaks it in half. So, I, I don't really understand why. And um, pretty much, I was just like, no, I'll just go back to the old school way of doing it when it was just me using the computer uh, recording system, I guess. And... I I mean I know that the sound quality is still still trying to figure it out um, mainly because I'm fucking retarded and I just you know it's just hard sometimes to figure out this stuff well it's not really hard I just I'm just retarded and don't really understand technology that well um, I have a smartphone just for like Spotify and memes so that's pretty much what I've been doing and um. So, this week's episode, um, nothing really too crazy, other than, you know, like, um, Biden leaving documents everywhere, and, um, I don't know how people are still, like, amazed by our politicians doing, like, weird, stupid shit, uh, I just, I don't know, man, uh, it's, there's only so much of the horse, the dead horse that you can beat before it just gets fucking retarded. Uh, I'm, I mean, god damn, dude. Like, so everybody made a big deal about Trump, and and now they're like doing this whole finger pointing shit. Which we're going back to this, like I said last week's episode is that people like to do finger pointing. So like, if their side's not doing well, then they'll just bring up some fucking stupid shit. Like, oh well, what about? Well, the FBI didn't raid Trump. Well, no, they didn't. But also, for some some stupid reason, people still believe that like Trump's going to get away with anything, especially with um, the people in Washington. So I don't see him getting away with anything anytime soon. Um, but it's whatever, man. Um, keep putting your money on Trump, I guess. He'll, uh, he'll solve it for you. He said, we're going to be winners, and we are going to be winners. Uh, so, I guess we could start off with something pretty funny, I guess. I mean, it's kind of funny, but also like pretty sad at the same time. So, the original Power Rangers are doing a Netflix reunion special, which I, I have to say that like I watched the original Power Rangers on Netflix when it came out. Like I don't know, I was still in the Marine Corps. And I just remember how much it uh, really ruined my childhood. 
So I wouldn't, unless you want to ruin your childhood, I wouldn't do it. Uh, this is from In, Insider. Um, the original Power Rangers star, Amy Jo Johnson, said she wasn't offered enough money to return for the Netflix reunion special. Uh, so they didn't offer her enough money. Uh, if, if you guys don't know who it is or you're too young or just don't know who she is, but uh, she was the Pink Ranger in the original one, the one that every every young kid or every young boy, I should say, had a, uh obsession with, like, some their first crush. Um, uh, Johnson implied that she wasn't offered enough money to come back for the 30th anniversary. Uh, some of the original Mighty Morphin Power Ranger gang are getting back together for the 30th anniversary special that celebrates the entire franchise and a huge crossover episode on Netflix. Uh, David Yost, uh, it's back at the Blue Ranger, so he's going to be there. And Walter Emanuel Jones, uh, the Black Ranger. Zach Taylor, uh, no, sorry, that was the name of the Black Ranger, Zach Taylor. Um, so there's not really much of them left, because I think this past fall, the Green Ranger died. And, um, I wouldn't, I also believe that the Red Ranger's in prison. I, I don't re really recall. Um, so they're going to pay tribute to Jason David Frank. Um, that's what they said they're going to do on this. Uh, oh, he died from suicide. Um, or did he? Crazy. Um, no, he, he probably did die from suicide. I'm pretty sure when you go through a lot of ups and downs and you went from like, cause the Power Rangers back in the day was like a huge, huge hit. Like, I mean, you had, you had toys, you had two movies, you had like, um, everything in, under the sun to, uh, for the Power Rangers. Like they had, I mean, they were huge in success. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it's, it sucks that he, uh, you know, he died, but I mean, the things, life is going to go on, I guess. Uh, so that's going to be the, that's, that was the pretty funny news. I guess she wasn't getting paid enough. I mean, I guess she was making a little bit more than, uh, wasn't enough from a uh, second dick on the corner of the road because, uh, she's definitely not famous anymore. I think she tried some music career at one point and it just, uh, it, it went about as far as, uh, it, she tried it. Um, so, I mean, it, it'll be interesting. So it's pretty much just going to be the Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger. Now, they're, they're, like the Yellow Ranger, I think she died after the show. Um, so, I mean, there's not many left of the Power Rangers to, um, the host a huge show. So, um, kind of sucks. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if, uh, entertainment made some like, uh, what was it? Like what happened to them? Kind of like the ESPN's 30 for 30 that old, where are they now? I think it was, it was some show about like celebrities being washed up over time and just, where are they? You know, kind of things. I think, uh, I'm surprised Nicolas Cage wasn't on there. 
I mean, he's been on there a few times, probably. I think. I don't know. I mean, I don't hate Nicolas Cage. I love his movies. They're terrible, but I love them. They're they're just you know top of the line. Um. So, well, I got some articles that I can share today. Mainly the one that I want to talk about was the ATF's banning pistol brace, which their whole process of the pistol brace just seems pretty dumb. Uh, so pistol base brace is getting banned and it just, it just doesn't seem like it's the smart thing to do. Uh, well, I mean, for them, they don't care. They're, they're going to grab guns. Um, so there's about like, so this tweet was saying that the ATF process is about uh, just a little bit over 3 million NFA firearms in 2022. Um, so they banned pistol brace. There's an estimate of 40 million pistol brace in the U.S. right now, uh, which, cool. Uh, so, so that's their new process that would take them 13 years. Uh, their process now, since they're doing their own background checks, and... Um, that they so they want to ban um pistol brace and they're putting in where like it's going to be an sbr it's going to be considered an sbr and they want people to pretty much send a picture of it send their address send their information and then wait 88 days because i guess them and the fbi got into it and then the fbi was pretty much like do your own shit and so ATF decided to put up this weird number um, of 88 days. And if it goes past the 88 days, it gets denied. So with them doing that, you're pretty much incriminating yourself. Uh, so when they decide to, let's just say you put it in for one and you're waiting for it and it gets denied because Obviously, if there's 40 million pistol brace in the U.S. Now, I don't know if that's the exact number for how many that is actually owned by somebody or that is like owned by stores and then circulation and then also adding into um, what people own. And so you're just going to like pretty much incriminate yourself. You're going to be a felon. And this one video I watched from, uh, I can't think of their name. Uh, let me go back to them. Their name, it came from the Bureau of Booze and Boomsticks. Uh, and they were talking, I think they were at SHOT Show. Um, they were talking about it and they were talking to an ATF agent and they were asking about it and they pretty much said that they're going to enforce it. So... If it gets enforced, like, good luck, guys. Like, we're all felons now, whoever owns Pistol Brace. Um, excuse me. And, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, the bump stock one, I was just like, okay, well, I don't understand why you're blaming bump stocks. And I get, like, the whole Vegas shooting, but that wasn't a bump stock. So, I don't I don't care if someone says it's a conspiracy theory or not, but I've seen people who had bump stocks before this and who has used bump stocks, and they don't sound like that, and they don't operate like that. Um, so 
we can get past that weird fucking stupidity of it was a bump stock. Well, like the only thing I'd like bump stocks to me are stupid because it looks like you're jerking your gun off. Um, would I would I tell somebody they shouldn't be able to have it? No, I just say they're stupid. But I mean, do your own thing. Like it's the same thing with like binary triggers when everybody got also tickled to death for it. Um, the it's just. It's just pretty dumb because, like, the pistol brace was pretty much put in place for people that had that didn't have the ability to shoulder a weapon or hold support to their pistol, and so they created it so they can latch it to their forearm and then they can shoot their gun. Um, obviously, we all know what the pistol brace is going to be used for. Um, I mean, it's just it's pretty obvious, but at the same time, it shouldn't be banned. I don't think. It, it, because like, I think the whole the whole process of banning something this is a prime example of why it looks as bad as it does because they're not giving anybody like the benefit of the doubt they're just like go get it registered but if there's like forty million of that and it's all going to get flooded to like the um, the total of three thousand agents that the ATF has uh, you're not gonna it's not gonna get seen. So like it's not like they're gonna hire private contractors to do the background checks on anybody. So it's just gonna get pushed back and it's gonna get kicked. And then there it is. So you have a brace that you're not allowed to have, so you're now a felon. And I'm pretty sure they'll probably try to come up with some way where like gun shops will have to do it and then like you'll have to like leave your brace there, which like that's another thing that's just taking up more space for the gun shop. So, like, the gun shop is just taking up more space of holding other people's shit that they already had. Um, and, like, not only that, like, it's not... the It's not... Unless they plan on doing it, which I hope... A knock on wood that they don't plan on doing another school fucking shooting where they're going to have somebody with a pistol brace. Um, I don't know. Maybe the FBI will because since they're always... He, he was on our watch list. He's, they're, they're always on their watch list, but they never act. Um, so that's pretty much what's going on with that. And I was just like, well, this is, this is, you know, pretty, uh, pretty shitty, uh, a shitty time for us right now as gun owners. And I just don't think with everything that's going on in the current government situation with the the Biden's mishandling of classified information or um, the current situation in Ukraine or the like current economic situation that this is like it, this is just adding more to it um, so I, I hope everybody does well on this and I hope that you know um, your congressman or your representative can actually voice his opinion on it unless you have dan crenshaw then fuck him um let's see where are we now we so martin schellenberg's talked more like he spent most of the time on instagram and his twitter posting about uh talking about the miss the mishandling of the classified documents like it's so pretty much like journalists rushed to report about trump's like having classified documents versus like Biden's where they were just like, Oh, it's really not that big of a deal. Like he's a president, but he was a vice president at the time. Um, so 
we don't know what he has. And then now they're looking into it um, recently that I've seen that they're looking into it because of the situation with Hunter Biden. So I could see them trying to force uh, good old Joe Biden out of office. Um, I think they're probably tired of his senile ass. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ukrainian presidential advisor resigned after he claimed Ukraine shot down a Russian missile that ultimately hit an apartment complex and killed 45 people. So that looks bad. Uh, you didn't really hear about that on mainstream media, but we did hear about the helicopter that crashed. So, uh, the Ukraine situation is a mess and it's not getting any better and there's no like actual... It doesn't seem like there's going to be an actual end to the Ukraine situation. Um, I mean, obviously, war is a racket, so it's going to continue on. Um, I just, you know, I wish we could actually get into peace talks. Um, mainly because, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, innocent people getting killed. And there's no reason for them to go through a long 20-year war like we did. And... And I think ultimately we should have peace talks. But, you know, Ukraine was at one point was the most corrupt country in the world. But we'll see. We will see what happens in that. Uh, that was a little short spew on Ukraine, which overall I'm just tired of talking about Ukraine and the waste of money. And yeah, just the overall waste of money. Like, it's just, you know, just so much billions of dollars. And then there's a report coming out that we're about to hit the the tipping point of our debt. And we don't know what to do. But, hey, you know, let's give them another $47 billion because they need it for fucking the president, their president's tits. Or, his, excuse me, his wife's tits. Um, let's see. Uh... save anything else so I've been saving a lot of articles and trying to talk about them so I can have something to rant about on this on these episodes uh, like I said it's just a lot of times like I'll just keep saying it like ah, man I just really hate solo um, it's cool for like 10 seconds and I just really just don't care for it um, Alec Baldwin did get charged uh, or is going to be charged with manslaughter, two counts. And then so is the, the chick that was the firearm specialist. She's going to be charged with uh, one count of manslaughter. Um, so that's a good thing on that one. Uh, I You know, they are actually going to charge them, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to go anywhere because Alec Baldwin didn't shoot anybody, even though his, figure was, his finger was in the trigger. So... Uh, we could say what we want about that. Um, so, I mean, like, it's been a pretty quiet, like, a pretty quiet uh, week since I recorded uh, 28. Like, there's not much really going on. I mean, like, I had a few things I wanted to rant about, but I was more like, well, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I've, I've been trying to save a lot of stuff for uh, uh, episode 30. Because I'm going to probably end up doing episode 30 a little bit longer. So like all the like 30, 25, 35s, I'm going to try to do those because I don't know why. 
I want to, I guess. Uh, I want to do them a little bit longer on those episodes because I guess those are, you know, key points. Um, so, oh yeah, uh, Stephen Crowder lashes out on the Daily Wire, uh, which is pretty hilarious because everybody's been talking about that. Um, not really everybody, just mainly like uh, everyone on Twitter. And... Uh, all those weird Twitter nerds talking about fucking Steven Crowder, fucking weirdo. The only thing he's fucking known for is fucking changed my mind. And after that, he was just some weird fucking dude from Canada. Um, like he, so he signed a contract, or he was signing a contract, and then he's calling it the big con, and he didn't say any names or whatever it was. He posted this video about like how he's getting fucked over and. And like how like there's censorship and like all these like uh, news outlets are like the right wing news is working together with the mainstream news and then that uh, they're just you know trying to censor the the poor peon guys the the you know the ones that are supposed to be fighting the good fight against you know whatever leftism that they're supposed to be fighting. And then the owner of Daily Wire came out with his contract. And I guess he did an hour-long video. And he was talking about how uh, they were going to pay Stephen Crowder $50 million. So don't ever let that motherfucker tell you that he's like, he's one of us. He's part of the crowd. He's part of the good guys that, you know, make 100000 or less. Um, he's part of that class. Uh, you know, he's just struggling hard, man, in life. Like, life is so hard. Uh, his contract also stated that he didn't have to work Fridays. And uh, what he was trying to do was get where, like, if he got monetized or censored, uh, that they would pay him. But then the contract, I, I'm supposed, like, supposedly it was stated in the contract that if he doesn't make, like, if he does, if he gets monetized or pulled from that platform, then, like, he lose money for that platform. So, um, and then Daily Wire is like, we're not going to pay you. So I'm assuming it's like, you know, it's kind of one of those where it's like you do your job or you don't. Like, why would I pay you to do absolutely nothing? So if you get pulled from, let's just say you get pulled from YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, if he posts this on Instagram, I don't even know if Steven Crowder has an Instagram page, nor do I care. Uh, like, if you're getting pulled from these platforms and they're breaking down your pay on what you're going to get paid for on these platforms, like they broke down this percentage that they had that he's going to get paid from each platform. So if he gets pulled from them, why would they pay him for not being on that platform? Like it just, to, to me, I was just like, this is an argument that I was just like, man, um, okay, I guess you're just arguing about more money. I, I don't really get it. And then like, to me, like the way it seemed like when he was going on this um, this rampage about uh, being mistreated, uh, is that it just seemed like it was like a publicity stunt to try to get more people to like his stuff. Like, how do you not understand how contracts work? And then they had Joe. Then they had Joe. Then they had uh, Ben Shapiro. Um, come out and then he voiced some video and he made an opinion piece about him because I mean honestly like the Daily Wire is his brand like it's him and some other dudes brand so like I can understand why they're coming out and voicing their opinion because they're going to try to lose money 
Like he's trying to make them like, I don't know. It feels like it was like some WWE type shit where he's just like, they're doing me wrong. And then they're like, no, we're not. And like, here's this good thing. And then like a week later, they'll be all fine. Like he was like talking about how he's not going to be quiet or be censored by the huge like evil empire. And it was just like, but you work for the evil empire. Like you're a mainstream media now. Like Daily Wire is pretty mainstream. It's not really like closet news. So we'll see where it goes on further. I just think that his whole spiel about how they're screwing him over, but he's getting paid for four years, four years, $50 million. That's a pretty decent chump change for a year. And he doesn't have to work like Fridays, but he has to go to like big media events. So like anytime they're like big events that they're hosting, like, well, not Daily Wire is hosting, but like, big events that's going on that he has to be there and like has to voice from his like his channel and i mean the daily the daily wire is a news outlet so it's only made sense why he has to be there and then he was complaining about that and like i just you know the thing is is that stephen crowder is just an annoying dude like he just tries to push this like non-stop fucking like conservative limit on things and like try to like the weird, like, fucking flex that Daily Wire has with these fucking colleges where they just go to colleges that they know that is extremely left and then they try to voice their opinion and then it's like, well, why are we having riots and protests and why are we getting threatened in our life? And it's just like, well, maybe don't go there because you don't see the crazy far left news reporters going to a very conservative college. Like, we don't hear about it. And if they do go there... Nobody really gives a shit, and there's not really, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll probably protest. I can't really say they don't give a shit, because conservatives, too, has gone to a rampage in their own level. I mean, all those Trump supporters with, like, Trump as the Last Supper, him with Jesus, and, I mean, I hate to say it, too, like, January 6th with all those crazy Trump supporters that went down there. Like, if nobody showed up, that wouldn't happen. Like, Trump has told you guys, like, he... Come on, man. Trump, everybody could say what they want to. Trump knew what the fuck was going on. He knew that there was going to be antagonists that was going to be there. He knew that there was going to be people that was going to try to either start riot, trying to ruin his name, trying to make Republicans out to be bad. He knew that it was some playing talking point, but I just don't understand his fucking game. Like, the same thing with, like, mail-in ballots. He knew mail-in ballots was going to lead to him not getting, the, uh, not becoming president for another four years. So, like, instead of fucking, like, bringing up the issue or trying to find a better way of, like, figuring this out before this happened, he just, like, let it go and it was just bringing it up as talking points. Like, it's either, like, his talking points that he was brought up, he brought up January, like, he brought up, like, you guys, we can do this whole Patriot March, we can come down to the Capitol on January 6th, show your support for me. And then there was a whole bunch of people that showed the support. And then obviously there are the antagonists that showed up. And then that's what led to January 6th, which wasn't really just the fucking most like shittiest version of an insurrection ever. Like, I, I don't, it's just, it's just boomers with cell phones. And so he just was like, oh yeah, this is what's going to happen. And it's just like, see, I told you this is going to happen. And it's just like, okay, well, what was your like whole plan of this? Like to get everybody there and then just leave it at that. Like, it, it's just, I don't know. Like I'm done talking about January 6th too, because I'm tired of hearing about it because like it's, 
it's the fucking bleeding hearts fucking big talking point. Like, it's the only argument because they know, like, it's this weird, woe is me, like, oh my god, January 6th happened, I can't believe it, why would they do that, it's worse than Pearl Harbor, and it's just like, um, one person died. Um, those police officers, they already did the investigation on it, it had nothing to do with the January 6th. So... I don't know where you're going that this is worse than Pearl Harbor or this is worse than 9-11. Like, those two situations were pretty bad. Uh, like, really bad. Thousands of people died. Uh, the comparisons to the two should be just shot down instantly. People should just slap them in the mouth anytime they bring that up. Um, comparing it, I don't... I mean, it's just, you know... Uh, not trying to incite violence because, you know, the last thing I need is ATF to come to my house and then ask me why am I inciting violence. Um, not trying to. I just think it's fucking pretty retarded that we are allowing people to have this as a talking point that January 6th was worse than Pearl Harbor and then worse than 9-11. I'm just waiting for some idiot next year to say that it was worse than the Holocaust. Um, so we will see we will see what these idiots do because they keep doing dumb shit all of them they're pretty fucking stupid um yeah pretty fucking stupid people i mean you know well plus side is uh thank you guys for uh recently i posted a on facebook uh about the podcast and i i got more listeners so I appreciate you guys. You guys have helped me made a total of 20 cents uh, from Anchor. I do greatly appreciate getting my whole 20 cents. I won't spend it too fast. Uh, it's, you know, man, it's a blessing. I don't, like, they, they were like, yeah, in order for you to make, like, $10, you got to get 1,000 plays. And I was just like, damn, I don't even know 1,000 people. So to help me out by a tall boy for because of this economy um help me buy a tall boy of ice house uh help me get to a thousand plays uh it would be greatly appreciated from you guys and i will drink that tall boy live uh other than that the exciting stuff um this episode uh was pretty much I was going to do it yesterday, but I didn't really feel like it. Uh, I had to deal with some stuff at the house because things are falling apart in my life. And, uh, you know, and then you get to hear that terrible Karen go, oh, welcome to being a homeowner. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, so other than things falling apart in my life, and I can't say it like that because next time someone's going to call me and ask me if I'm emotionally okay. Um, my house is falling apart. Uh, it's, it's an older house. So I not surprised by some of the things breaking. Um, so I got to start getting ready to get that stuff fixed. Uh, I'm going to start working on that. And I had to deal with some stuff yesterday. I went to go get another tattoo also. So, um, you know, just pretty much living life. Yesterday was beautiful in North Carolina. I feel sorry for anybody that's actually dealing with winter. Um, it was like 70 degrees yesterday and today it was like 60. So, you know, it is a blessed time in North Carolina. 
for now. Uh, we're going to have that. We're getting close to February, so we'll have that two week of uh, snowmageddon where we get an inch of snow and everybody loses their shit and uh, they buy all the bread and milk. I really don't understand the concept of buying bread and milk. Uh, one milk goes bad. Uh, so does bread. I mean, unless you're making penicillin. I mean, I wonder if they're making penicillin. I, I don't really know what why people do that. Get all the bread and milk, motherfuckers. Um, so, it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, just, you know, buying all the bread and milk. It's just fucking retarded. Uh, well, I mean, it could be worse. Well, the new thing is probably going to be bread, milk, and toilet paper since everybody in... Uh, uh, during COVID, bought all the toilet paper because people in, which was like some weird rumor. I don't know how true it is. Maybe somebody can tell me. Um, apparently, like people in like Taiwan or so one of the Southeast Asia countries, they were using toilet paper as masks. So somehow I got translated into buy all the doo doo paper because you're going to shit yourself from COVID. And I just, and then it went from there. I just remember like, I just, I was like, man, I really need toilet paper for the house. Like, and the only ones that were left was like the janitor toilet paper, uh, Scott's, which is by far the worst fucking toilet paper ever. And if you like it, you should probably like ask yourself if you're okay. Cause it's just so hard on the butthole. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was just, you know, weird time, weird fucking time, man. 2020. Cheers to that one. That one was a pretty bad, pretty bad time. Actually, it really wasn't. It was pretty funny just watching all the weird shit, all the propaganda videos that, who knew that China was going to come out with some crazy-ass propaganda videos where people are dying in the streets and they made Americans go crazy to the point where, like, they're alcoholics now. Oh, the Sticky Crystals. That's what the name of this beer is. Um... Pretty tasty. It's an IPA, which is a weird percentage that they had. It was like 7.04, which I've never seen that. So has probably has to do with something. Um, I think Charlotte's area code 704, probably. Uh, it is based out of Charlotte's uh, Sycamore, Sycamore beer. And so <clears throat> thank you, guys. Uh, I just had to put in some fillers, I guess. Um, thank you, guys, for... Uh, supporting my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, make sure that you check on the homies. Uh, suicide rates are increasing for people who were in the military. Um, I'm mainly talking to a lot of my military friends. Uh, make sure you check on the homies. Uh, I mean, the civilian ones too. Check on your homies regardless. You should always check on your homies or your loved ones. And... Uh, I hope you guys have a good weekend, and I hope you enjoy the the following week, I guess. I don't know. I ran out of things to say on that one. Uh, anyways, um, I will catch you guys later. <laughs>